Hey, it's your host, Abigail Pumphrey, and I'm on a personal mission to help more small business owners become financially free. I like to nerd out on all things business, marketing, and most definitely the numbers. I'm talking all the lessons learned as I turned a layoff into a seven-figure online business. I like to share it all and no conversation is off the table. We talk actionable strategies, biz challenges, and all the things life throws your way. Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour podcast brought to you by Boss Project. Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got Crash Plan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. Crash Plan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. 2018 is right around the corner and you're you're probably wondering, oh God, oh God. It's coming. What should I be working on next year? How am I going to make money? Am am I going to make enough money? Uh, Do I have the right people in my audience? Um, Who are they? Are they going to be on my list? What do I do? I am so flustered. Like we're three days till Christmas and yet I don't care about what's under my tree or what my house looks like or the food I'm eating or all the delicious cookies. All I can think about is how I might ruin next year if I don't figure my shit out right now. Okay. So first of all, let's all take a collective deep breath and like, let's maybe eat another sugar cookie. Let's pour ourselves a cup of hot cocoa and let's like tuck her in, right? We're just going to like get in, get comfy because the first thing that we need to do before we can even think about 2018 is think some more about 2017. (laughs) We need to reflect on what happened this year. And I know you're like, okay, I get it. Let's like look back and let's like ghost of, you know, business past. But that's literally what we need to be doing. There is no way, no way, zero zilch nada for you to be able to create new goals, set new goals, or even reach them if you do not know what even worked for you this year. And even if that's a big fat, like, well, I know what I'll, what didn't work. Well, I know like all this stuff didn't even reach my goals. That's okay. We're not about judging ourselves right now. We're not about like saying I tried all of these things and they failed and this one only kind of worked. I literally just want you to get the hard data. That's it. What are your numbers? I know we say that all the time, mm-hmm. but I want you to go back and really make sure like, do you know what your growth was like? Do you know on all what, of the channels, not just yeah. financially? Yeah. Do you know what products were thriving? Do you know which ones were flopping? Do you know how much your average customer is spending? Do you know how many subscribers you have? Are they engaged? What's your conversion rate on those people? And I know that's a lot of information, but 
you have to have that armed with you so that you are prepared to really look at next year like, okay, I got this. I know what I did and what I accomplished and I know what can happen. And now I'm just ready to move forward. Now, if you're just a biz baby and you're just like, well, I only have an idea. I don't have any data. Like, cool. Like, you're good. Like, you can... You don't need to sweat it. If this is totally new for you, we're going to go over how to set those goals. But if you do have a business past, whether it's a whole year, a couple of months, a couple of weeks, I still want you to really reflect on that and know what happened. Well, and outside of like the hard data and the number, like I want you to do that part too. But I also want you to reflect on like, what did you enjoy doing this year? What made you feel really good? What strategy did you like implementing? What new thing do you want to try more of? What way of working did you truly enjoy and did you truly hate? Was there an aspect of creating or being in your workspace or working at your full-time job or not having enough childcare or whatever it may be? If you could have changed things, reflect on what could have helped you more in 2017. And those need to kind of start meshing in with what your goals are for next year. Oh, 100%. Because when you have an idea of what you don't like, then all of a sudden, what you do like or what you do need becomes so much more evident. And so now that you have this information, and you are prepared with all the data that you could possibly gather, I want you to focus on, okay, next year, first and foremost, let's talk money. Yeah. And if you're in a business, like the whole goal is for you to be profitable, right? Like whether it's that you just want to be able to afford to shop at Whole Foods instead of Hy-Vee, like yeah. great. Um, or is it that you want to pay your mortgage or are you the breadwinner in your household and your income is something that we completely rely on? I, regardless of your situation, I really want you to go through and make a budget. Whether you put yourself on a budget is irrelevant. I want you to really know what is necessary from your financial contribution to your family and household. If you're on your own, like, what do you need to survive? What is the bare minimum? And then if there's some things that you want to plan in there, like, I want to go on vacation or... I want to be able to shop for new clothes once a month or I mean, whatever it is, I want you to define your need first. And then all those, this would be nice if I was able to remodel the kitchen this year. Mm -hmm. Like, what are those? And I want you to put it in two categories. So you are a hard and fast, like, this is, this is required to live. (laughs) And this is what I would like to do. Okay, so we're all about creating that financial goal first. And this is take home income. This is not your, I want my salary to be X. Like this is what are the actual dollar bills that you need to come in your house so you can pay for the things you need to be able to pay for. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So then once we are looking at those numbers and saying, okay, here are the bare minimums and here are the nice to haves. I want you to be picking strategies that are going to help you reach those goals. So money making strategies. We're in the business of making money. It doesn't matter if it's $5 or 500 quadrillion dollars. That's irrelevant. But if you are not picking strategies that are money 
making strategies, you're going to go out of business. And let me clarify what that means, right? Creating a product, more than one, a shit ton just for the sake of having options is not a money-making strategy. Marketing the one product that you have really well is a money-making strategy, okay? What are the things that are going to get put out the door that are going to get in front of other people's eyeballs in order for them to say, yes, this is what I want to get. Let me buy it from you. Growing a list, money-making strategy. Creating content to get people onto that list, money-making strategy. Perfecting like how your, literally, perfecting how your feed looks of branded of your grid, not a money-making strategy. It's a strategy. It's involved in branding and marketing, and it's a good one, but it is not directly related to you making dollar bills. So don't fill your year with fluff. Yeah, we want you to really focus on those, the things that will bring you a return on investment. Uh And sometimes, you know, when you are the one looking at it, you get to thinking, well, I really wanted to make a podcast next year. Or I was super excited to like implement this Facebook bot and like all these things. And you have all these sparkly squirrels running around in your Uh head because you saw some webinar one time about how to do blank, or you saw someone over here being really successful at blank. And you feel like the reason they're doing that is because of X. So you need to separate yourself from that. And instead of thinking about like all of these potentials, I want you to focus on like the root, like where do you need to go in order to move your business forward? What What's going to help you grow the most? What's going to help you bring the biggest return? And then, you know, some of those things can still get sprinkled in. I'm not saying they're not happening next year. Right. I'm just saying the focus of your business, at least for a, a while, until you have like a plan that has you on autopilot and you know X amount of dollars is coming in every month, whether you touch it or not. Like until you're at that point, money needs to be your number one focus. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds weird. Like, cause some people are like, uh, money, like this just makes me nervous. But guys, if money it, makes you nervous, then you're not going to be in business for very it's, long. It's not about that like you have to separate the feeling money is not a bad word um return on investment is not a bad goal yeah like like you can be profitable and bring in a good income and all of that can be a blessing instead of something that's like weird or salesy or whatever so like put all that mindset aside and focus and so I really want you to consider Like if you're going to set quarterly goals, if you don't know where to start and if you have no idea where to put your head at and where to put your space in, like I'm going to work on blank. I think the basic bare bones for three of your four quarters should be one at the end of the year, a financial goal. Mm -hmm. So this needs to cover what you need to take home. It needs to cover taxes. It needs to cover your um, like return, like returning money into the business. So, what are you spending on marketing? What are you spending on education? Um, all of those things. So, a general 
idea is to take the what you need and multiply it times two, that will give you a rough financial goal. If you want to, if it's like 97,000 and you're like, oh, I really want to round it up. So it's six figures, mm-hmm. like go for it. I'm not saying you can't do that. But if you're, tr- you're just like, I don't know where to start. Take what you need, multiply it times two. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now that you have a financial goal, I really want you to think about your subscribers. If you have a previous data you can pull from, like I made X amount of dollars and, you know, a thousand people bought a product in my store last year, but I have 20,000 people on my email list. Okay, so divide a thousand by 20,000 and you can see your conversion rate. Okay, you can see. I know this percentage of people on my list are going to purchase. And then you're going to have information about how much the average customer is spending. So you can look at your financial goal and work backwards to get to your subscriber goal. And for some of you, this is going to be like a little higher than you expected. For some of you, it's going to be intimidating. But if your subscriber goal is a lot higher or seems really out of reach, perhaps you flip-flop that subscriber goal to I'm going to increase the average customer spend to X. Mm-hmm. And But it has to be a very specific number. So you need to know that this many customers is going to get me to my fam- financial goal because you know what your conversion rate is. If it's not high enough, then focus on increasing your average spend and know what that number needs to be. So the third thing that I want you to consider if you don't know where to start is content. Content, content, content. I can't tell you how much content we create because it is out of our eyeballs. Bananas. We have three podcasts a week. We have two blog posts a week. We're now going into vlogging and that's going to be happening three times a week. We do Facebook Lives. We post in our Facebook group. Like, it's insanity. But don't look at what we're doing. Don't focus on us. Mm-mm. Focus on you. What mm-hmm. kind of content converts people? How can you use your content to get people on your list? What is really getting people to share? What is really getting people to be involved? What is creating community for you? Where are people participating? Where are people at? And I yeah, yeah, it might be a blog, it might be a podcast, it might be your Facebook group, it might be going live, it might be starting a YouTube channel. Like right now we have our hands in a lot of those buckets because we've started with just one or two of those from the very beginning, but you need to figure out where your people are and then show up there consistently. And if you do not have that content calendar game plan yet, if that wasn't your 2017, that absolutely non-negotiable has to be your 2018. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. 
Find out more at bossproject.com slash jumpstart. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get Get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. And so now you have three quarters and that extra quarter, like consider it your ramp up. Like Mm -hmm. what do you need to get in place in order to reach that content goal in order to increase those subscribers in order to hit your financial goal? Maybe it's implementing some new systems. Maybe Mm -hmm. it's getting down some processes and workflows in your business. Maybe Maybe it's outsourcing. Yeah, hiring. Maybe it's even launching your own damn website and you don't have that yet. That's okay. Like the framework of all of these goals, it doesn't matter where your business or idea is at right now. They're the same concepts. They're just different tactics. They're just different definitive goals for each one. In order for you to make money, you've got to have a website and you've got to list your products and you've got to get some framework up there where people actually know what you're selling and then going into creating that content, and then going into reaching that goal of getting people on your list. I'm not saying wait until quarter three to start growing your email list. I'm saying wait until quarter three to begin to reach that goal. So quarter one could be for you setting up all of the opportunities for people to be able to get on your list, picking your email service provider, really paying attention, and maybe you have your email service provider, but you haven't sent an email in nine months. 
rehashing what that content calendar can be via inbox. So like use quarter one as your cleanup for your systems, people, or what it is that you actually have out in the world, and then start implementing those ramp up strategies later in the year. But when we say make these goals for each quarter, we're not just saying grow subscribers, make more money, create more content. We need you to get definitive. So we're going to talk about SMART goals right now because they are our favorite ways of making goals. They are our favorite way of double checking ourselves, having our own check and balance system of is that system, is that tactic, is that strategy going to actually help us reach this goal? And is that goal something that's smart and something that we can actually like measure and see the return in our own business? So let's break down what the heck a SMART goal is. So some of you have poo-pooed them in the past. I've seen Uh whole campaigns all over the internet like, don't use SMART goals. They never work. I'm like, what? You know, I don't know who was using those. I don't care what you've heard about them in the past. I want you to listen to what they are because regardless of what you call them, anyone who has been successful at reaching a goal has set it up in this way. Okay? Mm-hmm. So the first thing is being super specific. So the S in SMART is specific, guys. Mm-hmm. So this can't just be... I want to grow. What do you want to grow? To what number? Like, where are you going with that? So get specific. What platforms are you using? What, like, what is it? So perhaps it's a financial goal. I want to make $100,000. Okay, that's specific. But is it measurable? Well, it's, it's dollars. So I can look at my sales numbers and be able to see that. Is it attainable? Last year I made 20,000. Probably not realistic for me right. to multiply my business times 5 in a year. Well, and I think even taking that a step backwards, yeah. is people will say like, "Okay, I want to quit my full-time job." Sure. Okay, what does that mean? Yeah. How much money do you yeah. need to be able to quit your full-time job? Yeah. Are you having to also now go find insurance? Are you having to find childcare? Yeah. Are you having to, you know, what are the things that you're needing to doing because you're quitting your full-time job? Right. What are what are those domino effects? So don't have your end of the year, I just want to quit my full-time job. That's great. That can be the effect. That can be like what happens because you're doing all of these great yeah. things. But what do you need in order to do that? Correct. Absolutely. A hundred percent. So we got specific. Now we got measurable. Like you can actually hold it down. So like, I'm going to put it on the content and subscribers. So if you're like, you know, I want to start a podcast. Okay. How much content is that? I want to put out three podcasts a week. That's way more measurable because then you can go back and look. Or I want to grow my listenership on my podcast to X number of people, and I can look at my downloads. Okay, mm-hmm. so I say all these different examples because I think sometimes people are like, well, that isn't measurable. You have to find the way that it is. Mm-hmm. And sometimes mm-hmm. that makes it changes your goal a little bit, but that's going to give you something to know hey, I got there. I can like put a high five, I can put a gold star yeah. on it. Um, okay, the next piece is attainable. 
Okay, I want to touch on this one for a second, and I want to say that right now, you might not know if it's attainable. True. You might feel like it isn't, yep. and then you might magically reach it. You might feel like it's a little bit of a stretch, and you might fall really short of that. The thing with being in business, especially the types of businesses that we are in, yeah. and how new all of this is, and how unique and how different everything is, is that there is no like hard and fast, if you do this, you'll get that. There just isn't. There have been goals that we've set for ourselves in the past that once we started getting closer, like in the year, we were like, oh, that was way unattainable, way unrealistic, and like like literally just mathematically not possible. And now we realize that, so we adjust. So I don't want you to get too hung up on the attainable. I really want it to be like, you can't go from zero to a million. Like that's obvious, right? And if you're not doing anything over on Instagram and you only increase it to posting once a month, you're not going to get to 50,000 followers in a year, right? That's just not realistic because it's obvious. But don't linger too long on this stage. I want you to just kind of set it, forget it, make it happen, and you can tweak that end number as you go throughout the year. Right. So the next piece is relevant. And... You know, we talked about attainable, but relevancy is really about does this ultimately affect your business and move it forward? Um, is it relevant in your industry? Is it going to reach your people? Um, so you might say, I want to increase Instagram to a number and you're totally realistic. You, you got all, you're meeting all of the other goals, but you're your actual people buying your products are 65. Right. Like all of a sudden that's not relevant. Like right. your audience isn't there. So right. even though it sounds so nice. So what if you want to grow Instagram? Yeah. That, that's not going to matter for you. Yeah. So sometimes these are a little bit slaps in the face. Um, okay. And I think generally we've been pretty good about not picking things that aren't relevant, but they're, they're definitely the sparkly squirrel ones. Okay. Oh yes. So the sparkly squirrel ones, the ones that are snuck into your list because you saw someone else do it. I want to Mm -hmm. check yourself. Is this going to get you the results that you ultimately need? Are your people there? Is it going to give you a return on investment? This is where you're checking that. Mm -hmm. So then we're looking at Timely. This is the last letter of our SMART goals. And timely and attainable are kind of like in the same realm for me. And I kind of want to use this in two different ways, especially for our audience. The main way that people use this is literally it you can't necessarily reach that goal tomorrow. You have to have give yourself time, give yourself ways for you to implement and time for those things to take effect, right? In order for you to reach that goal. But I also really want to have you check yourself. Are you giving your that goal the time that it needs to reach the goal that you said you wanted to reach? So if you want to reach 50,000 followers on Instagram, but you only have time to post one day a week, it, it's not timely in the sense that you're not giving that goal enough time to reach it. It's not that you there isn't enough time in the world of space for that goal to happen. You don't have enough time to give it. And that's okay. But I want you to be really realistic about what are you able to give your business uh-huh. and make sure that you're checking in how much time in the year are you giving yourself to make it happen? 
And how much time in your actual day are you giving to make it happen? And the other piece of that time factor is a due date. Like, yeah. you, I will reach this goal by when. When yeah. is it happening? Is it something you're wanting to happen by the end of the year? Is it something you really need to have done halfway through the year? Where are your dates? And I think the way we end up doing this is we set quarterly goals and it's by the end of the quarter, this is what I want to happen. Um, but if you don't add that piece, if you don't give yourself a time limit or a time crunch, it feels like, well, I can just keep working on it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and we like we keep putting off those goals like year after year yeah. because we're not being specific in the no, this is the thing that my focus is gonna be on this quarter. And that's why I really like making quarterly sure. goals and it and it follows along with, you know, the 90 day year and you know, you can really only focus your your time and energy and and pay attention to what you're able to do in a smaller chunk right. of time. So I'm not asking you to ignore the year because I really want you to kind of give them themes, mostly because it takes the stress and pressure off. Like, okay, if I'm focusing on content this quarter, I don't feel bad for ignoring like this other piece that I want to do in my business, but I just don't have the time and focus right now to be doing it. And that's okay. Yeah. So I want you to be pouring your energy into th to the thing right now and get it going, get it on lockdown, get it on autopilot, get it running, uh -huh. get it working for you in the background. And then you can add on another Well, piece. like for me specifically, it's been, I want to write a book for God knows how right. long. Right. But I've never put a time stamp on it. I've or how do I start? Like, what are the beginning stages? Yeah, I, like, I've never broken down. You can't write a book tomorrow. No. So you know, it it will continue to stay on the docket as like right. life goal, write a book. But until right. Emily and I really decide, okay, this is the year we're gonna write a book. Like. Yeah. I mean, because, and it, plus there's two of us, which only complicates writing a book even more. Right. So are we going to write one together? Are we going to both write one? Both. Uh, well, yes, I think we'll both, I think we're going to do both. So ultimately, there'll probably be at least three books from our business at mm -hmm. some point. But when? God knows how. Right. God knows. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. No. So to give you guys a little bit of an idea, and I think we're going to share this in another episode, but just as like a tease, I'm not going to get super spe specific on what they are, but what we're bringing to you in another episode are what our goals are for yeah. 2018, first of all. But I think what's going to be really unique is that we can share them in the sense of what TCC's goals are for 2018, what Abby's side hustle yeah. is for 2018, her goals and what my side hustle goals are for 2018. So I think that will give you a really nice perspective on when we're starting at ground zero for a couple of businesses, and then when we're rolling into year three for another business, one is service, one is MLM, one is physical products. So I really think that's gonna be a really cool insight for you guys to see onto like literally how are we kind of mapping out all of those things because they're so different. But I want that to encourage you in the sense that Whatever our goals are when we share them with you and whatever examples we gave today might be entirely different from what you need depending on where you're at in your business, oh, yeah. okay? So businesses, as they grow and change, the way that we make goals grows and change and the things that we set for ourselves 
grow and change. So I want you to expect that and I want you to expect and anticipate that this process is going to look different for you year after year, okay? Yeah, and you're going to get better at it. You're going to have better predictions. There's a bunch of things that Emily and I have learned that it's like, okay, like this will always change how we do this. But I can't give those to you because they're only relevant to us. Right. So, you know, after all of that is said and done, you have these four big things you're going to accomplish in 2018. And before you like say, hurrah, and move on, I'm done, you have to finish the process. If it was only as easy as setting four goals, more people would reach them, right? Done. (laughs) There's a reason people set New Year's resolutions and never get them accomplished. Uh So instead of making that a thing, I want you to spend the time and break them down. So for some of the goals, for some of them, they're going to be so far along in the year, or you just, your business has changed so rapidly that there's just no way for you to break it down in this moment in time. But I want you to know, at least for the next 90 days, for the first 90 days of the year, that's three months, one quarter, minimum, I want you to take that goal, your first quarter goal, and I want you to break it down into six steps. So that is Mm -hmm. going to be everything that you need to accomplish that is going to move you towards the goal. And that's essentially a two-week sprint, okay? Mm -hmm. So you're going to have a week to two-week sprint all throughout the thing, and they're just going to build on each other. Now, the thing I think a lot of people forget is that when one thing happens, it doesn't mean you get to drop it. So like, oh, yay, I did it. Now I'm going to go do this other thing. No, the really hard thing about business and the reason more businesses fail is they start one thing and then they change route and they forget everything they ever learned before. So you need to spend the time. If your goal is the first quarter is having a consistent blog presence and then your next quarter is focus on getting more people on your email list, it doesn't mean you get to stop blogging. Right. This continues. So anything you put in place now is not a set it and forget it. Obviously, you can change it. Obviously, you can edit it. But we're creating consistency and we're creating habits. Yep. Yep. So, that was a lot. (laughs) And I want you to know that when you're planning all of this out and when you're breaking them down and you're picking the tinier tactics when you initially sit down and do this, it's going to feel really overwhelming oh. because you're looking at what you want to accomplish at the end of the year, at quarter three, at quarter two, whatever. But I want to remind you, especially if you're doing it in the way that we teach you how to do it inside Trello for Business, you are not looking at that bigger picture every single day. If you are doing that still, you need a different project management system. You need a different way in order for you to get stuff done in your business. Because if you're constantly looking at all of your business hopes and dreams, when you're looking at, okay, what do I need to accomplish today? You're already entering the overwhelm phase. I'm overwhelmed just thinking about you doing that. 
right? And so it's already that like, oh, I'm never going to reach that. How is this one tiny thing going to help me get there? And then you either poo-poo that tiny thing and you don't do it, or you half-ass it, or like then you just spend all your time getting sucked into the things that just make you feel good. Like so many of us get sucked into the creating, like creating the products, writing the writing the content, and just like preparing, 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 and not pushing anything out, and then not like letting that sit and like stew, right? And figuring different ways to get people's eyeballs to the same stuff. So instead of doing that, we just like keep creating like little bitty baby squirrels because we're so overwhelmed with everything. So if you don't have it organized in a way that where you can get it out of your brain and know that, okay, next month, I'm going to focus on it then. Next quarter, I'm going to focus on that then. At the end of the year, I'm going to be heading towards this goal. And then you kind of like shut that door a little bit and then say, okay, based off that, what are my to-dos for today? Knowing that those to-dos are going to help you reach those other bigger picture things. And you know, I'm I'm giving you some grace because I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about my baby business, not TCC, <laughs> but my baby business. Not that I sell babies or that it has anything to do with babies. <laughs> um, but as a newbie, I know how overwhelming this is. I'm like sitting yeah. here thinking, I don't know where to start. I don't know what I want to do. I have some ideas, but am I crazy? Like all of right. those feelings are normal. And I've been there. Yeah. I've been there once before and now I'm there again. And it's a totally new experience. So even if you've been around the block once or twice, having those fears and having those doubts and wondering if spending my time this way is going to be worth it is totally normal. And so I want you to be okay with the scary because the whole point yeah. is you you make it a little scary and then you set up your system so that you only see like a tiny inch of progress at a time and you're only working on this little thing. And I mean, these big goals are in the back of your head. They're not something you're focused on a day-to-day basis because you did the work to break it down. Yep. So schedule it out, make it happen. You are going to do amazing things this year, 2018. And I can't wait to see what happens. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor, to get podcast updates and all the behind the scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show, but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.